Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. of the hashtag Miranda show I am your host the Twitterless heroine herself ring announcer to the stars Miss Fancy Pants the most professional podcaster the pop punk princess and most importantly the queen of soft style Miranda Morales here your host your leader your person for the hashtag Miranda show. I am so excited to be here with all of you who are listening at any given point of the day. I know we're not going to go into the whole time travel thing quite at this time, uh, but I'm very appreciative that you are listening to the show. As always, I'm being joined by the producer, co-host, and of course, the kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one, and most importantly, did you know he's a wrestling promoter? Greg DeMarco. Acknowledge me. Remember last week? So we we got new sound bites last week, right? And I was very excited about it. Um yeah. they're not they don't work anymore. So yeah, it, it's technology. It, it's it's I save them in a folder, like a downloads folder, and I clean that out over the weekend, and now those oh. are gone. So, gone. yeah, hopefully that's gone. not an issue for the IZW theme songs that I have now that I think about it. So, uh, we'll figure we it out. We got time for that. We got time. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, I got three months still. So, we'll figure it out. Yes. But, yeah, so if you really want these, some of these people like the WWE soundbite that I have, uh, I'll make it again. But mm. we don't have it. We don't have it tonight. So. Well, uh, Really, you know, today's show is definitely going to be a free flowing. I had an original topic in mind, and as Greg and I were chatting offline, it, it just evolved. And I think we're going to just go with the flow today. Uh, going to be talking about some NXT in particular, uh, because we just seem to both like it. You know, Pat never watches it. Uh, it we record right uh, on Tuesdays uh, when it happens, and so it's very fresh in our mind. Of course, we had In Your House on Saturday and NXT this week, so we're going to be talking a little bit about well, all those things NXT 2.0 related. Before we do that, Such though, good shit. that's NXT. It is. Is NXT is I I you know what I'm still on board with NXT 2.0. Oh me too. I'm still I'm still on board. People will hear more about it because it, it's it's yes. I, I am in full agreement. Yes, good. I'm so glad because God, this would be so awkward if we weren't in full agreement. It'd be the Kenny Omega uh, debacle all over again. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That was good stuff too, though. Yeah, Let's yeah, it was good stuff. But you would forget about it. You would. You would. Um. Every everyone forgot about it too. That's how bad that was. Nobody remembers and nobody cares. 
Thank you, Kenny Omega, for shitting all over Impact Wrestling. Like I'm still, like I'm still on it. Yeah, the dog. It was the worst. It was the worst. It was literally the worst. Y'all, can you just better be quiet? We're podcasting here, you guys. Thank you. Um, uh, so before we get into that, though, you know, I this is usually where I plug in uh, aspects like the chairshot.com. I'm sorry. I'm too busy laughing. You would. So oh, no. That one doesn't work either. Uh-oh. Oh, God. How'd you do it in the last show? Did you just not do one? Well, because of the interview, I didn't have those. Oh, okay. I don't – how can I – I'm really worried about like – okay, we have that one. All right, that's good. Oh, still have that one. That's good. Um, oh, sorry, I'm getting worried. Yeah, I don't – I've got to have those somewhere because I've – if not, they've been emailed to me, so I'll find mm-hmm. them. But yeah, I guess that was – boy, clean out the download right. file was not as smart Ooh. as I thought it was. Oh. Yeah. While Greg's doing that, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter, but you can find Greg DeMarco at ChairShotGreg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as the ChairShot at ChairShotMedia on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to check us out. Follow us on all of those forms of social media. And this is usually where I will do a plug-in for IZW, but uh, we kind of already did with uh, Greg needing some time to get all of those uh, those uh, theme songs, possibly. And, of course, yep. you know that Cycle Circus will be occurring on Saturday, August 27th at Sun Studios in Tempe. But that's all the way, you know, a few months away, which, of course, we're going to be talking about more in the months to come. I want to talk about something that's happening this coming weekend, and that is Expo Lucha happening in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the 2300 Arena. This is the world's largest Lucha Libre convention um, hosted by Mass Republic. And we'll have a two-day extravaganza of Lucha Libre, including panels, uh, a WWE 2K video game challenge uh, series happening, and as well as not one, not two, but three live Lucha Libre showcases uh, and events happening throughout uh, this weekend, that is Saturday, June 11th, and Sunday, June 12th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. I will be your ring announcer for the event. Uh, very excited for this, something that I've literally been waiting almost two years for. Um, and ha- so has Mass Republic. Expo Lucha, uh, previously before the pandemic, was a annual event uh, celebrating, that is, everything Lucha Libre related uh, with having a of course, live events and panels, as well as uh, special appearances by luchadors from all over the world coming to Expo Lucha. They previously ran in San Diego and in Vegas, and a few years ago was scheduled to run the 2300 Arena. However, due to the pandemic, was uh, had to to cancel and try to get in 2021. That wasn't able to happen, so... Now we finally have Expo Lucha in Philadelphia, and it's really, too, a celebration of not only, of course, Lucha Libre, but uh, the impact that the 2300 Arena, and specifically ECW, had 
with introducing Lucha Libre to the American audiences, we know how much uh, the ECW brought in um, a lot of the talents in Lucha Libre that were eventually then brought on to WCW to create the cruiserweight division. Um, but ECW also having that very extreme spin to those matches. And um, really, I think Lucha helped balance out some of the more violent matches uh, that they would have on a show. Um, that it was very uh, much one of, you know, having the high flyers like Super Crazy and Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, uh, of course, with Eddie Guerrero and even just other, you know, others that would be eventually forming the Cruiserweight division, having that start um, in in ECW. So that will definitely be part of, you know, this uh, event and something that will definitely be commemorated throughout the weekend. Uh, information about Expo Lucha is available on expolucha.com scheduled to appear a whole plethora of big names in the world of Lucha Libre, including Dragon Lee, Black Taurus, Lince Dorado, Ultimo Dragon, uh, Ario Boy, uh, Pirata Morgan, Damien666, Lady Maravilla, of course, Super Crazy and Psychosis, ECW uh, Legends, uh, Gringo Loco, Mr. Iguana, and much, much more. Um, and again, there will be uh, three different wrestling shows or events happening throughout the weekend, including on Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, scheduled to appear live on Fight TV. Lucha Libre under the influence of Lucha Libre, uh, which is going to be a, a awesome show um, that will be streamed live on Fight. Uh, Pre-order information will be up fairly soon, but you can check out on Fight TV and the Fight app for information on how to order this event. Um, and it's, it's, I'm just so excited for it. Um, this is going to be such an amazing experience. I'm going to be so excited to come back uh, on next week's show and talk all about it uh, because it's something that one, I don't, I've gone to comic cons, but I've never gone to a wrestling convention, let alone less a Lucha Libre uh, convention. So I'm so interested in seeing what it will look like um, and, and what the whole experience will be. Um, as I mentioned, tickets are still available. And one thing about this event is that that there's a really good variety of ticket experiences. Um, so if you're still looking for kind of the big inclusive package, they do have the VIP gold package available for $150, which is still pricey, but that encompasses access to Expo Lucha on both events. You get reserved second and third row seating to all of the live Lucha Libre events for both days. And you get a autograph and photo package that allows you to get photographs and packages or autographs and photos with 10 different luchadors. Um, if you've ever gone to a wrestling convention or even a Comic-Con, you know a lot of the times you have to pay individually for not only your admission, but each autograph and uh, photo that you take. So this package does give you a lot of that. Not only does it give you those 10... Um, Autographs and photos. It does include 
um, meet, uh, VIP uh, meet and greet with Olomo Dragon, Psychosis, or Dragon Lee, and then uh, part of the private meet and greet on Friday night the 10th, as well as some additional swag with it. Uh, you can also just get uh, the discounted package at $60. That includes general admission for uh, both days, as well as uh, admissions to the Lucha Libre shows. And then you can even just do individual Ticket so ten dollars if you just want to go to the expo and then if you want to attend um, either of the live lucha libre shows that's twenty five dollars a pop so you can really build out what you want your experience to be uh, but even through all of the different options it's still affordable for you know even someone who just wants to attend one of those uh, days instead of both days uh, but tickets are available still um, the Saturday show will be live on Fight TV. And, of course, all of the appearances are listed on ExpoLucha.com as well as ExpoLucha social media pages. So I will hope to see you all there. I am excited again to talk about it next week. It's going to be a, a crazy experience, and I'm very just thrilled uh, to be a part of it. I'm so excited to just even be there uh, but to be able to announce for those three days is something that I, I I cannot express my gratitude to Kevin Kleinrock and Ruben Zamora for that. Um, also, on that same note, uh, this past week, uh, we celebrated 100 episodes of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. Uh, that's available on luchacentral.com. Myself, Brendan Barr, and Dusty Murphy. We talked, you know, really reminisced about 100 episodes of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, which is a project that started uh, during the pandemic, like all great things that have happened, apparently. Um, but one of the things that we had was a lot of gratitude towards Kevin and Ruben, but also Greg, um, who is very much uh, a unsung hero and works behind the scenes, not only on everything with the chairshot.com, but with uh, the Lucha Central Weekly podcasts, both in English and in Spanish. So I wanted just to take a moment on behalf of the Lucha Central Weekly podcast, myself, Brendan uh, and Dusty while Greg is here to also formally thank him for all of the work that he's put into 100 episodes of the podcast. I'm trying to find the right soundbite to play there. Let's see here. You're welcome. And it wasn't deleted. Yeah. And, and that hundredth episode is also available on the chair shot radio network. It actually went live Tuesday. I almost said today. Cause you know, today is Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Congrats. You know, most people don't get to 10 podcasts. Most people mm -hmm. don't get to 50 podcasts. Like they just end up giving up. And, and, uh, that was something that, you know, even on the Lucha Central, you know, on their podcasting network that a lot of shows fell victim to. And it happens here at Cherish Already Network as well. Like to stick with something for that long and to keep it going is, is such a big thing. I mean, you're going on, you know, past three years of, of this show already. So it definitely is something that, that is, is, worthwhile and and the effort pays off and it's done well and 100 episodes is awesome so also i said you could hear it on the chair shot radio network which means you can also hear it at thechairshot.com always use your head things exist yeah in boy all the time all you got to do is go 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 to your gmail search for something you know we because we we, we add shows or whatever people need the sound bites i've emailed them to them so yeah perfect there it is all right it's back some of the other stuff may not be back yet but yeah those the, those all important sound bites 
back. We back, we back, we back. So, Greg, with that, I felt good. I was just worried. Like, I'm just testing sound bites now to make sure Why is my podcast the the testing floor for this? Don't you have your own podcast to do that? War Games! War Games! War Games! So real quick, are we just are we just gonna not talk about you know blood and guts? Like, is this, is that what you paid William Regal to do? Is to to come on? You paid him a whole bunch of money to essentially replicate War Games announcement with blood and guts. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the nearly same. as good. Oh, it's like not I'm nearly sorry. as good. Like you, tried. blood and guts. I just feel like it just doesn't have the same tone as War Games. No. It's it's not even remotely close. It, it, it's, it's not it's, close. Yeah, like I I feel, yeah, they're all going nuts over it because it's AEW and and whatever. But no, it's just not. Like I'm sorry. No. Good luck with no, that. No, blood and guts is like we have war games at home. Like we don't. <laughs> That's so <laughs> true. That's like the perfect way to describe it. No, we have war yeah. games at home. Yeah, <laughs> That's how I feel about it, right there. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, yeah, it's not about it. Yeah, it's not I about just, it at all. I mean, you knew it was coming in a way. You knew that they were, you know. I mean, you don't bring William Regal on to not be able to yell something of importance, but, but pretty why, much, like it's already a War Games ripoff. Yeah, why go exactly that much further to even like tell everybody just in case you didn't notice? Here's your War Games ripoff by having the guy who yelled War Games yell blood and guts. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. Oh well. Oh no, dude. Just, oh, no. just, just had to, just had to get that out there. Oh, that felt good. All right. <laughs> feel better now. I feel better now. I feel better. Um, Greg, I'm gonna feel a lot better after you do one thing for me. Which is. Greg, go ahead and wind it up. <laughs> Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up your very own chair shot and IZW t-shirts today. And I am so excited to announce this is something that Greg just brought to my attention, meaning it just got posted up not too long ago. But there are two new IZW t-shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And these are some very great designs and also go to support a very great cause. It is IZW Pride. And so it is the Pride logo uh, with IZW kind of in uh, with a very cool design um, to the forefront of it. Uh, but uh, of course, that this is Pride Month and this is not a you know, cash grab to kind of jump on board for all of the other large major initiatives that maybe companies are doing. This, these t-shirts in particular, uh, proceeds from the sales of the shirt will go to support pride efforts, including wrestle drag, our local promotion here in the Phoenix area. Uh, that is, uh, a wrestling show and drag performance show combined into one next show is, uh, has already been posted for Saturday, August 6th. 
but a, a really great promotion and just wonderful people involved that is trying to create uh, space for wrestling fans and just to have wrestling be, you know, very fun and exciting by bringing in a very different audience and also showcasing how very similar the world of drag performance and and wrestling is. Uh, There are two versions of the IZW pride shirt. You can order it in black and in white. Um, Both again, the design looks great on both the shirts. Um, And of course, you know that you can customize your shirt uh, with of course, whatever size you want. And as well as your type of garment so you can order it of course as a fitted long sleeve unisex and of course you know it soft style in any for any of the shirts um at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop but specifically take a look at the new izw pride t-shirts that are available greg i mean you got to kind of tell me a little bit behind the scenes about the development of these new t-shirts it was really just a thought of how can we support, right? How can we support this movement, this community? And it stinks that it, it comes up every year and you feel mm-hmm. moved every June and like it shouldn't be something that's limited to June, right? It just shouldn't. Yeah. And that's just the nature of the beast and it's human nature. Um, unfortunately, our minds can only do so much and so we can only support mm-hmm. so many things at once. But there are, are, are members of our roster who are – uh, members of the LGBTQ community. They're also members of our roster who are strong allies for the community and, and have family members that are in the community and family members who, you know, are part of wrestle drag and, and, and on the drag side of things. And it's just very important to me that we show our support for that, that, that we show our support for the members of our roster who are behind wrestle drag and, it's, it's it's an important way to show that, and 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 not only that, but to show that we are allies. That that it's important yeah. to us. That it's, it's important to us to be accepting, and it's important to us to to be a support to the community. Because now more than ever, and, and Patrick and I talked about this briefly on the Greg DeMarco show earlier. Now more than ever, it is um, it's because everything is such a, a, a fight right now, right? And I always bring it back to 20, the 2016 election. It's no longer enough to like something or believe in something. You also have to hate the opposite and mm. and push down the opposite. And so now more than ever, it's almost like the more accepted the pride community is, the more hated they are at the same time. And yeah. and because more acceptance causes people to hate to hate even more. And so here we are as allies and, and, and you know, I'm a whole household full of allies and, and it's very important to me. And it's so it's even more important to, to show yourself as an ally because so many people are showing themselves through hatred. And to me, it was how, you know, the, the company we have, I want us to support that. Um, Steve and, and, and Michelle want us to support that. And so it was very important that we release this and, and get it out there as timely as possible. And, and, put it together and get it out right away and, and just show our support behind that. And then there was a whole conversation about what do we do? Do we discount it and not make any money off of it so that people can wear the colors and show their support, which was a thought. And then there was, okay, well, if we just charge normal price, what do we do? Cause I would feel bad about, you know, we're profiting off of the pride mm-hmm. movement and plenty of people do, and it's become corporate just like everything else. So I was like, well, what if we, if we did that, it, what if we supported uh, Russell Drag with it? Because they're they're 
working towards some nonprofit filings and things that they're trying to do to support the community. And so that was the idea. Let's, let's do it like a normal shirt, but let's use the proceeds in, in such a fashion that are going to benefit them and, and benefit the community. And, and they're cool with it. I talked to them about it. They're very appreciative as they have been before. We talked previously on this show, like we were going to, send out a discount code to all the IZW mailing lists, but then we didn't need to because they were going to sell out anyway. And then why yeah. take the money away from them? Um, and, and so this is a way to both support that. And, 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 and it, you know, even if you don't support Russell drag, if you support the, the community, you get to do that. And, and it shows that IZW supports it as well. So hopefully we'll see some of those and a bunch of those shirts live in attendance on, on August 27th. But more importantly, it opens people's eyes to the fact that, just because you're not gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, questioning, anything like that, you can still support it. You know, we, we had mm-hmm. this conversation at work last week. Um, I'm straight white dude. Like there's no more majority than it comes than, than being straight white dude. But that's who needs to show support right now because yeah. it's straight white dudes who are doing the most to hold it down and hold it back. So to me, it's it's important that we show our support in that way. Long answer to a short question, I know, but that's what yes. We're- no, I, I mean, I think too, just being able to talk more about the motivation behind it, and um, you know, your desire, both you, Steve, and Michelle, to um, you know, help others with their shirt, whether it's true visibility in a literal sense, uh, but also in uh, collaborating with another local promotion um, that. Of course, a lot of people on the IZW roster uh, are a part of, associated with, and also just as fans. You know, we, uh, you know, wrestling does have a very amazing fan base. And sometimes as fans, when you aren't a, you know, white male, you know, you get kind of isolated. And so to be able to let fans know, too, about just their appreciation of, uh, of, being a fan of independent wrestling and professional wrestling. Um, I think that that is just a, a little love note to them. Um, and again, it's a beautiful design. You could order it in white or in black. Uh, $19.99, of course, a few extra dollars does allow you to kind of customize it by ordering in any style, including soft style. Uh, it's going to look great no matter what style you order it in, though. That is one of these types of shirts, like many of the shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Look great in any style and any color. Um, so you're not going to go wrong no matter how you order it. Um, that includes multiple always use your head t-shirts. Of course, the chair shot OG logo. Uh, there's other IZW uh, t-shirts there as well, like the IZW NWA logo, uh, the new logo, of course, the Japanese design. Um, and of course, the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt, Everybody Hates Greg, you know the drill. They're all available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And just so anybody doesn't get confused, wearing a, a, a Pride Ally t-shirt is not going to turn you gay. So just just don't, don't, don't get confused. You'll be fine. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So... 
first up, I want to talk about, well, we're going to talk about NXT in general uh, tonight. But I first want to backtrack and talk a little bit about In Your House. Now, I did not get to see this live uh, because I was at my own live event. But, Greg, you did watch this. So, real quick, what were your thoughts on In Your House? I will say this. First of all, it's a great show. It, it, it might be the best event that NXT 2.0 has put on. Now, we're not talking about tons of history. It goes back to what, September, October? Um, But, and I've said this about some other episodes of NXT or things about NXT 2.0. If you take NXT in your house and you change the color scheme to black and yellow and you put it in maybe an arena, Hell in a Cell was in Chicago, Okay. And there was a time where this, pay, this 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 would have been a takeover, and it would have been in Chicago the night before. It would have felt like an NXT takeover, just with some newer stars mm. infused in. Because Cameron Grimes and, and Carmelo Hayes put on a, a classic NXT match that I even posted it on Twitter. Let them go one. You could put them on TV in an Iron Man match, blow that thing yeah. off, and then let them go. Like. The color change and the fact that they changed the way it's done and everything has had an overreaction to the fact that it's no longer the original NXT that people remembered. The opening six-man tag was fantastic. The tag team match between Pretty Deadly and the Creed Brothers was amazing. Wendy Chu, because people hate the gimmick so much, they're they're ignoring the fact that she is a fantastic professional wrestler. Like mm-hmm. Mandy Rose has, has changed and grown so much. Like every match on that show was NXT quality of a match. The yeah. worst match on the show was probably the women's tag team title match. And and still, like, it, it, it was a takeover-worthy event that people won't view that way because the ropes are blue and the logo is splotchy colored and, and it's bright instead of dark and all that stuff. But it is – it's just like the next generation of NXT to me and it's not getting the credit that it deserves even in the ring. Tony D and and his boys against the God of Del Fantasma was a fantastic match. It, it's even Braun Breaker and Joe Gacy, like he speared him off the apron through the announce table. Like this is the, the NXT crowd would have been going crazy in Chicago for this stuff. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate that it wasn't there because it would have reminded people of just what the product is that they're putting on. But um, go out of your way to see it. Go check it out. It is that good. Um, and, and I think you'll realize that it's not I, – I want to tell people stop trying to compare it to NXT original just because there's blinders on and, and people aren't even seeing it for what it is and how close it really is to the original NXT at this point in the ring. And and the future is bright. I, I put this tweet out there. Maybe I'll finish with this. I did the worst thing you can possibly do to the Creed Brothers. I put out the single worst tweet you can put about the Creed brothers, okay? Which is? Julius Creed is a future WrestleMania main eventer. Oh, that's that's the note. I know. Because poor Brutus Creed doesn't deserve that. But Julius is the star of that tag team. I also did the worst thing I could do to Julius Creed because I said Marty was better than Sean. I said Matt was better than Jeff. I said the window of opportunity closed on edge. Like, I did all these things in the past. But... You watch the Creed Brothers, you watch that match, you see it in the entrance, you see it in everything. He's The intangibles are there. Everybody is like Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker, Braun Breaker. I think the biggest star that's going to come out of this era of NXT is Julius Creed. I really do. 
Like go watch it. Go watch it now. Even not not now. Obviously, we're recording a podcast. But go sit down. <laughs> fire. Up the no, peacock. let me. I'm just gonna watch it right now and yeah. just make it just sit in we'll silence. Just, yeah, we'll just sit in silence. It'll be great podcasting. But seriously, watch that tag team match and 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 just start with the entrances. Maybe even the backstage promo beforehand. And just tell me if you see it. Just tell, just tell me if you see it. I, I just, you know, just, just, I'll get a text from you tomorrow. It'll be like, I see it. And I don't know exactly what you're talking about, but I, um, I see it. I definitely see it. Julius Creed is, is the future. I don't know. I think they're in their mid twenties. He's probably around the same okay. age as Braun Breaker. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a fucking star, man. Like everything he does is per, is just great. And, and he's, he's got it. He's got it and he's going to be going to be something else like i really do really do believe that dude is he's 27 so um oh 27 he's got plenty of time he does have plenty of time plenty of time plenty of time so but i believe it i believe that's all i'm gonna say go watch it and go watch it you know it's like sometimes i tell you to you know turn the sound off when you watch something i'm like turn the crazy colors off Uh, you can't but it's if you could imagine you're watching the black and yellow NXT just with those matches in the ring, you'll realize it's not really any different. That That's makes all. sense. Well, and, and I, I agree. I feel like, I mean, one thing that maybe NXT 2.0 has gone in a different direction is somewhat more of the outrageous characters, quote unquote outrageous, just more personality. Whereas before um, in, in black and gold, it was really more focused on the wrestling. Um, and granted there was still personality in it, but it was not geared towards the, uh, you know, um, sports entertainment side. But one thing again, as we saw is that some of the call-ups from NXT, because they didn't have that sports entertainment side, I think it was a struggle for them to adapt to the main roster and having personalities that granted they may not have in a few months, but just being able to evolve, uh, with the times, I think is going to be some of their greatest benefits. You also, you've always talked about being able to survive the the cycle of booking, and it seems like now, even if there are changes to names to personalities that that may not necessarily move forward with them when they transition from 2.0 to Raw or SmackDown, it at least shows that there is the ability to evolve, um, and I think that's super important. Um, I do want to highlight, I mean, you talk about the Creed brothers. I want to give my love note to Pretty Deadly. Um, and one of the things that I do think that's worked well in NXT 2.0, and that is you to bring in some of that NXT UK talent that, um, you know, bringing in them to a, a U.S. audience. And I will admit, like probably many of us, I don't watch NXT UK. I never really did. But when Pretty Deadly was introduced, um, and that's Sam Stoker and Lewis Howley, uh, they, to me, caught my attention uh, as, you know, just individuals with a great look, uh, a great uh, ability on the, the microphone, and just someone that you can look at and just dislike. You get it from the beginning of what they're trying to uh, p- portray. Um, and actually, so they were, they were two of the people. So is that their UK, the NXT UK names? 
That was that was their names in NXT UK was Lewis Howley. Okay, and then they changed it. Now they're Elton yes, Prince and Kit Wilson. Oh, Elton and Kit. Okay, yes. Because I remember too some seeing some tweets of, oh, you didn't mind when they got their names changed like everybody else did. Uh, and that's they because were, yeah, Elton they, Prince and Kit and, Wilson are probably best. I don't know. It's and here's the thing. And here's the thing about them. They were a tag team before coming. Yeah, so well, that's what I was getting to. They'd been a tag team in progress. Yeah. And that was their their names in progress. And they even had like a pretty much the same theme um, mm-hmm. in progress. So in kind of learning more about that, which I would, would think is very rare. Um, for, they literally and like think made for, their debuts in like. They've been a tag team, yeah, for for a really really long time. Like, yeah, they've been together for a long time. Yeah. So I, to still that's still kind of a rare thing to have something come from the independents and still have that in in WWE through NXT UK and then now NXT 2.0. But you know, I was t- I was talking to you offline about you know yes some of of the promo work is v- still very British. And but that's also the beauty of being introduced to the 2.0 audience is that they can now kind of translate that to what it would look like for an American audience. But regardless, it still hits a lot of those great points. They are just a visually a very appealing tag team. Also, you know, what I've seen of them in the ring is also very cohesive, very great work and someone that just seems to fit in with 2.0 and. You know, in order to really look at the tag division, you will need tag teams that you would, you know, got to need long term. But I think if they stay on this track, we could see pretty deadly move forward into Raw or SmackDown. You know, again, they have a just a very notable presence, uh, something that fans could get behind, whether you like them or not. But just a very distinct look and feel for a tag team and again i don't i would have not known about them if it wasn't for them coming on to 2.0 and i think that that's again just a a a big positive a big plus to what 2.0 is doing and bringing not only of course nxt 2.0 talent uh to or nxt uk talent but also uh you know quote-unquote main roster talent which we'll get into in a little bit and I think um, they'll be there sooner than yeah. later. I really, th- I wonder oh, yeah. I mean, if their stint in, in NXT is going to be short-lived. I mean, why why not? I mean, the Usos need more teams to go through. So, you know, what are you going to... And it's just because they literally, their first match in NXT 2.0, they won the tag titles. Yeah. Because they, they needed to crown new champions. Um, and and it just made it just made sense. But then you still have the Grizzled Young Veterans. Like, they're running around. Like, what happened to them? They dropped the Grizzled Young Veterans name. They dropped the yeah. first names. Like, are they going up? Who knows? Um, but I feel like I don't know what's left for them to do in NXT 2.0 unless people feel like there's still stuff left for them to learn. I think they're main roster ready. I think they came in mm-hmm. main roster ready. I think they come to NXT UK. Most of what they did in NXT UK was not in front of live audiences because of the pandemic. They came to NXT 2.0. I think they've got it. I think they're Mm -hmm. good. Why wait? Yeah. At this point. They're perfect to me. They're perfect for SmackDown on Fox. Oh, yes. 
You know, I, I still think and maybe just getting acclimated to a U.S. audience, especially a WWE U.S. audience, it's a different beast. It's a more casual crowd. So a lot of even their promos, I think, would really have to be adjusted. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look back at their NXT UK promos to understand kind of the quips that they have and kind of the catchphrases, um, you know. But the the look, I mean, I just like stared at their Instagrams because they just have such a great model look. And another thing we talked about, maybe that's not necessarily always the greatest gimmick because model gimmicks are very, you know, limited. Um, but in a tag team component, it may give them life. I mean, hell, that that gave Breezango a little bit more life than than they had left in them towards the end. Um but I think by, you know, some very interesting spins and, and proper booking and openness again, I mean, it, it does seem like a big challenge. I mean, that's kind of the, the flip side of working for the WWE is that there are things that you just really don't have any control over. And sometimes you have a look or uh, a gimmick that's there one day that gets changed completely the next. And sometimes it's for the better and sometimes it's not. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, if... I think as a team, pretty deadly works as it is. Yes. If they ever look at them and decide, okay, we're going to push this guy as a solo, I do think you get a gimmick. Oh, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, but I do, I agree with you 100%. Like, they are, and I don't like them. I didn't like them in NXT UK. I wasn't entertained by them. I don't really like them in NXT 2.0, but here's the thing. I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Like, they're, they're annoying doing their because job. They're, they're doing their job. And I can still kind of watch NXT as a fan, and I don't like them. I think they're annoying when they come on. I'm like, oh, God, these guys again. And that's how I'm supposed to feel. And that's why it worked when they lost to the Creed brothers. And 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 that story will continue. And, and you know, Roderick Strong, I'm sure his his, his time is, is numbered in NXT anyway. But it's just, yeah, I think that that it works. And, and they got something. They definitely got something. And, and that's, you know, there's talent there. There's talent there in NXT, and and like you talked about, the talent that moved up and it just didn't translate to the main roster. That's that's the thing. Like everyone, what we all watched NXT, and we were all like, we can't wait for the main roster to look like this in five years. It was never gonna happen because it was a niche. It was a niche of a niche. Wrestling's a niche anyway, and then it was this other niche of it. And it satisfied this hardcore market who was going to tune into the network and who was going to bring in, you know, the same number of people on USA that watch Rampage on, on Friday nights. Like it was going to do that, but it's not going to, it's not a product for 2 million people on Monday and Friday. So it was just never going to work. That was, if they turned NXT that we knew and loved into the main roster product, it would fail. It just wouldn't work as much as we loved it, as much as we enjoyed it. It would not work because it doesn't appeal to the masses. And, but the great, Seth Rollins appeals to the masses is also a fantastic professional wrestler who can do every spot in the world. But he comes out, he's got the flashy outfits. He does the, the, the song and, and everything like he's in his, He's in his most. He's 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 the evolved Pokemon right now, a version of Seth Rollins. Yes. Like that's what he is. And these talents that are in NXT 2.0 right now, I think we're going to see a higher level of success oh, yeah. when they do hit the main roster. Raquel Gonzalez, yeah, she's now she's Raquel Rodriguez and whatever. I think she's going to catch on. I think she's mm-hmm. going to do all right. I really do. And 
And again, I thought, you know what? That Dakota Kai is going to catch it on the main roster. I said that too. So, yeah, it's going to work in my opinion. But we'll see. But pretty deadly. I think they got something. I really do. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to jump forward to this week in NXT. There's a few things that I want to discuss with Greg, uh, specifically the person that we saw from the main roster make his appearance, as well as a big winner of the week. Uh, But before we do that, Greg, go ahead and let's pay some bills. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thank you all so much for coming out. I am so excited to start training at the WWE Performance Center. But in the fall, I will be attending the University of Notre. This doesn't feel right. I will be attending Andre Chase University. I was going to save that a little bit towards the end, but we might as well just go talk into it now. Uh, I haven't done this in a while, but I have to now do my kind of quarterly love note for Andre Chase uh, and Chase University because it's so good. It's it's so silly. It's good. Um, and now we have this edition of uh, Thea Hale uh, really leveraging off of her real life experience. She has just graduated high school this past week, and uh, she was a part of a promo in which she had to select her uh, next school, and she chose Chase University. And if you have not seen it, you have to visually see it because Andre Chase's face and him uh, pretty much saying, oh, shit, uh, in, in, and having it bleeped out is genius. Um, and so I just, I continue to love the Chase U uh, gimmick. I continue to love it. Like, I just... It, it's so silly, but it works. It shouldn't have, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's so ridiculous. It shouldn't have worked. But, um, you know, I just think that it's one, a great place to bring in people of different talents. It could be similar, you know, to a diamond mine where they're recruiting people, but uh, also to a very fictional university. It has elements of like old school uh, in it. And uh, what was that other that other movie? It was a movie with Justin Long where they created a whole fake school. Uh, I don't remember. I want to look it up. Yes. You have to look it up. But there's so many elements of all the great kind of college movies tied to. Accepted. Yes. A little bit of old school, a little bit of accepted. And add some pro wrestling. And that's, you know, Andre Chase University. It's, It's so crazy because like watching Ring of Honor back in the day. You know, the Bravado brothers never caught on. And he was Harlem Bravado. He made his debut 15 years ago 
Andre Chase did. Like that's just insane. Yeah. And now here he is doing that. Like it's it's just nuts. But and what's funnier is that in the broadcast they didn't even bleep out the oh shit. Like they kept it in there. Yeah. Um, because you know, it's cable television, whatever. Now people go nuts when someone swears on AEW. And they praise it, whatever, but Andre Chase has been doing it for so long. Like, he's a guilty pleasure of mine. Like, Andre Chase and Andre Chase University. And you couldn't see it in this, but, like, like when she decides not to do Notre Dame, like, she became a member of Chase University. She's, like, throwing the hats and angrily throwing the hats. She's, like, Andre Chase University. She's clapping and doing the whole thing. Like, this is, is – I think when, like, a round of talent leaves NXT 2.0 and moves up mm-hmm. – I think we're going to see Andre Chase. Andre Chase is like, you know, upper level NXT talent in a glass case. Like yeah. a case of emergency break glass. Like his time will come eventually. Yes. And and I think when he does, like the sky's the limit. Like like Andre Chase or probably he's a member of Andre Chase University can hold championships in NXT 2.0. Andre oh, Chase yeah. doesn't have to. Like he's like MVP. Like he can work and he even has a match this week. But against pretty deadly, but he doesn't have to. He's that over as a character. Yeah. And who the hell knew? Like when he was sitting there at, at the wedding at NXT, you know, 2.0 in that first episode, like we didn't know that character was going to take off the way it did. Like it's just, and maybe it just took off with us, but yeah, so perfect. So good for NXT. So perfect. So good. Uh, a big winner of this week as well is Roxanne Perez, who won the NXT breakout tournament. And uh, she went into the finals with Tiffany Stratton, um, who ended up replacing an injured Nikita Lyons, um, which you kind of knew, you know, you'd have probably Roxanne and Nikita, the the two kind of biggest names of this new NXT class. Uh, But overall, too, a very great, surprising uh, match and, and even this mini feud between Tiffany and Roxanne. What are your thoughts about now, you know, Roxanne has won. She now has that contract for, for a title opportunity. Um, and Roxanne is one of those. I mean, she did come from the, the independent scene as Roxy. She's the former Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. And so now she is really placed at a high uh, level uh, of the NXT women's roster. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on on this big win for Roxanne? I think the sky's the limit. She's 20 years old. Like, yeah. Holy crap. Like, she doesn't need to win anything right I away. I think she just turned 21, even, or, or something. I mean, no, I think she's. November. She November. Okay. Yeah. So she's still got, like, she's only halfway there. Um, and, and she won the Ring of Honor Women's Championship at 19. Like, it's just crazy how, yeah. how quickly. And everybody criticized her, right? When she signed with WWE instead of going to AEW, where she'd be working mm-hmm. on dark and doing nothing. But it is such a perfect fit. Like, the 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 challenge with Roxanne Perez is going to be the fact that people think they're going to want too much too soon. Yeah. They're going to be like, "Why isn't she champion?" Do I think it could work if she beats Mandy Rose for the title? I do. Yeah. And even if Mandy turns around and win it back a week or two later, I think you get that payoff on that story, and it works, and it puts you know Roxanne Perez you know charted on this course where where she can be something special. Um, cause it also filters into the, the, the Mandy Rose story. Like she yeah. can, you know, winning it back and, and still being the head woman of NXT. Cause eventually Mandy Rose and toxic attraction is going to go back to, to the main roster. Like they're not going to stay yeah. in NXT forever. And when she goes back, she's probably taking 
Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, whether or they'll release one of them and take the other or, or repackage one of them, you know, who knows, like they just did with, uh, with, with Imperium. But, which I'm fully behind that too. We can talk about that. But I, I really think that the sky is the limit. She's only 20 years old. Like Charlotte Flair is like 35. Like this is how yeah. much time Roxanne Perez has. She has plenty she of has time so and all time. the skill behind her too. You she know, does. and being she, trained by she, Booker T. Like she yeah. made her debut. She began training at 13 years old. Yeah. And, and made her debut at 16. What's really funny. And this is, this is the side note as we talk about how stupid wrestling fans are. As we're changing everybody's name. People were like, well, they let Roxanne Perez keep her first name. But her first name's Carla. Yeah. Like her first name's not Ro- – people thought her real name is Roxanne and, yeah. and she had a different last name. Like, no, her name's Carla. Like, she's not- and that, that, that was smart utilization of, util- you know, of her kind of leveraging her previous name. Yeah, Roxy, uh, Roxanne. Like it just yeah. makes sense. And-, and there's not a Roxanne already. So like she got lucky yeah. where she – the she's name was available. Lucky she has a last name. That, that doesn't always happen. But I do think the sky's the limit. And and I wonder, here's what is people don't fathom, which could happen. Mm-hmm. Say Toxic Attraction doesn't go up to the, to the main roster anytime soon. She is just as likely to win the NXT Women's Championship as she is to become a member of Toxic Attraction. That's like, true. People can't see her in any other way besides this bubbly, cheery, five foot one underdog baby face. At some point, they're going to use her in a way that nobody expects, and it's going to pay off. Yeah, and you're right um, about there's so much potential. There's ability for growth. There's, you know, and and that will be interesting. I mean, you know, who was the the last super bubbly person to come out of NXT was Bailey. You know, and she was, hey, everyone calm down. Hey, we've got a heel turn happening. Stop it. The dogs have taken over. Yes. Well, because this, these two have a known feud. They have some beef. They have some beef. Um, One dog walked so in, looked at the other dog and said, this is my yard now. And the other dog looked yes. back and said, uh-uh. Acknowledge me. And now no. it's on. Yes. Uh... But yeah, Bailey was that last big bubbly baby face, you know, and look what happened. You know, she she rode that train for quite a while and then made a pretty drastic turn and one that eventually fans loved and was uh, pivotal in in this, you know, uh, the Thunderdome uh, world. And so, yeah, there's there's just a lot of potential there. Um, I think that there's uh, such a great start for her. And even if she doesn't win a title for a while, um that's still just she has plenty of, of time and opportunity and growth that is a uh, possible for her. The last thing I want to mention is uh, a surprise appearance from the main roster that we had from Apollo Crews, um, who came back to NXT, uh, starting off originally by uh, interrupting Braun Breaker, um, and then at the end of the night, teaming up with Solo Sikoa. And, um, you know, he just seemed to fit so well. That's an interesting thing, too, about some of these people, even making one-off appearances. They also just fit well in 2.0. And I wish there was something more to be said where some people could stay longer. I think the last one that really came that stood out 
and did very well was a Dominic Mysterio. Um, that in an ideal world, Dominic would have stayed a more, actually would have started in NXT 2.0 and then moved his way up. I mean, obviously with the, the relationship he has with his dad and, and that family dynamic, it really allowed him to kind of jump a, a few steps ahead. But the way that he was, you know, received and the quality of match that he could have as a singles competitor in 2.0 was such a to me miss potential uh for someone like apollo who uh you know is already a really well-established wrestler someone very talented but when you are on that main roster it gets a bit crowded to be able to have moments and be a bigger deal um in in nxt you know you can't do that to everyone but we've seen you know how well it worked out with mandy rose he just seemed like to be just you know like automatically a better fit in 2.0. You know, Apollo coming back to NXT, it brings me back to something that um, I think can be done a lot with when stars come back to NXT and now NXT 2.0. And if you think about his initial run through NXT, it wasn't that great. He didn't get the big push. He didn't get, a bunch of opportunities where he could have been NXT champion. He could have had Omega run through NXT and he didn't get to have that. And to me, there's still so much you can do with him in NXT and, and, and get it done and make it happen. We haven't seen him on the main roster much at all. I mean, WrestleMania 37, he was in a premier match with Big E and the Nigerian mm-hmm. drum match. And now and he won. And now fast forward, we haven't really seen him. We haven't seen him in Commander Aziz. I think he was in the WrestleMania Battle Royal, Andre Giant, Andre the Royal Giant Memorial Battle Rumble. Um, (laughs) And and now here we are. I think it's the perfect time for him to go. And what we've seen is that when a lot of these stars go down to NXT 2.0, it's not a one-off like what you were talking about. Like a lot of times they do a program of some kind. I kind of hope he's down there for a decent bit of time. Right? Like, I think he could do really well down there. And I think there's a lot you can accomplish with him and Braun Breaker. We, you know, we talked about with Solo Sokoa, um, who I think is hitting a plateau and needs something right now anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's just just the same shit over and over with him. Like, his ceiling, unfortunately, is a member of the bloodline, which is a damn good ceiling to have in WWE. But... His ceiling is also probably like Intercontinental Champion, which is also a great ceiling to have in WWE. But he's he's that's where he's going to be, and thankfully for him, he's he's Samoan and he's a member of the family, so he'll be just fine. But Apollo, when he was on in the Indies, everybody raised about everything he could do, and now I think he's going to get the opportunity to do that again in NXT 2.0. And I think there's some value to somebody like him going back and, and getting that redo as well because. It would shock me if his NXT run didn't go as he envisioned it the first time either. And I think he's open to it and would welcome it because the fact that there's more synergy now between NXT 2.0 and the main roster. I think we could see some of that. It could lead to more NXT NXT stars appearing on television like Grayson Waller did, like Braun Breaker did along the way. So I I like it. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm very interested in the fact that he shows up at NXT 2.0 and he's suddenly a heel talking English again. Um, so, I mean, a, ba- a baby I mean, face that, talking English again. 
So there's that. But also, that's kind of the best, like, I get the other gimmick, you know, I keep saying the word gimmick. This other, other persona. It's a gimmick. You know, it's a gimmick. Was, okay. I mean, it's a gimmick. I just, you know, I'm just, I feel like I'm not, I'm at the dinner table table and using slang and that's not quite appropriate. <laughs> the, right. the lady is like, that's not appropriate language to use on the podcast. Even though I just said shit earlier. Um, You've said far but, worse. Oh yeah, I've said far worse uh, on a Tuesday. Uh, but anyways, just yeah, that that I mean, it had some legs. Again, the pivoting, the ability to move around. Sometimes you know the best people out there are you know when you're there, when you're just yourself. But that also doesn't translate to millions of people across the world. Right. And that's where you know there's people you know rocking a hard place. Like I think Apollo Cruz is just Apollo Cruz. That's a great person, and that seems to translate and do well in NXT, but that's also just going to cap at a few hundred people in that arena and possibly, you know, the thousands watching. But when you're talking about millions, like, you know, what does that look like? And, And the answer for Apollo right now is we still don't know. Yeah, we really don't know, and maybe we can find out. And maybe that's part of what going back down to NXT 2.0 will help him with because I think it can be a really good thing and a really positive thing. And and at some point, I think we could sit down and be like, who could benefit from going down to NXT 2.0? I think you could make an argument for almost anybody. Everybody. Everybody. Could you imagine if the New Day showed up in NXT 2.0? Fucking perfect. And and like Xavier Woods winning the NXT championship, everybody would love that, right? Everybody wins. Ziggler did it. He was a former world champion, two-time world champion, and he won the NXT title. Um, but I want to go back to what you said when you were talking about Apollo Crews is when you slipped in the talk about Dominic Mysterio. To me, he needs to go yes. to NXT 2.0, like someone who would benefit so much from it. And I don't know why they're doing much with him now anyway, right? Like, like Veer can beat anybody. He doesn't need to wrestle Dominic Mysterio. I would love for him to get a proper full run through NXT 2.0. I think. His career is what it is right now. His career is going to be what it's going to be. But if he had a run through NXT 2.0, I think that would make his overall long-term career that much better because he's still just Rey Mysterio's son. And, and we've, but yes, he had a pay-per-view match with Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's done all that, but he's still just Rey Mysterio's son. Not that I shouldn't say just Rey Mysterio. He's Rey Mysterio's son, but I think he could further establish himself. If he gets a chance to go down in two point nine, to give you a baseball analogy, it's like starting on second base, but never scoring the run, like yeah. never actually like, like starting on second base, and then you maybe get to third base, and that's it, or you get picked off on the way to third base, and then it's over. Like he needs that NXT two point run, and and I think it would benefit him. And, and you know, and yeah, he's been down there and he worked a match and and the crowd reacted to Dominic Mysterio so well in NXT 2.0 the one time he was down there. Like I think that that would just be so beneficial for him and and I would be open to seeing it and I think he would fit in so so very well. Um yeah. so yeah, count me in to uh to Dominic Mysterio in NXT 2.0 because I do think it would work. Um yeah. Can I talk about one more NXT 2.0 person? I mean, it's my show, but sure. Okay. So Since you asked so nicely. We've talked about this before, and I've talked about it. When Imperium was a thing, when Imperium was a tag team, before and after, and then when, when, when Walter came back and became Gunther and everything, I talked about Fabian Eichner 
And I was yes, like, the did. dude's a star. You heard me say it over and over again. The guy's a star. And then when Gunther got moved to, to the main roster and Ludwig Kaiser or Marcel Bartel became Ludwig Kaiser and, and he's now kind of a mouthpiece for Gunther and all that. And it is what it is. I was worried because I was like, what happened to Fabian Eichner? Because to me, he was the guy carrying the tag team. He was the guy. He was the better promo guy. He was this. And people thought I was crazy on Twitter. Like, you're stupid. He's just Fabian Eichner. He's nothing. And I thought that when I saw him in the Cruiserweight Classic. I was like, this guy's got something. Well, now, all of a sudden, you start seeing these vignettes of a guy driving driving a Ferrari, Lamborghini, yes. or whatever. And it's Giovanni Vinci. And I in my head, heard I'm like, this. In my head, I'm like, could that be? And then rumors started coming out that it was Fabian Eichner, and now they've shown his face, and it is Fabian Eichner repackaged in a new gimmick coming to NXT 2.0 soon. And I still think the guy can be a megastar. I really do. And uh, they obviously see something in him if they're willing to repackage him, if they're willing to give him a go of it on his own without the uh, the folks down in NXT, you know, without um, without Imperium, without all that. So... Um, I really, really hope that, that this works out for him and he gets to do that because Fabian Eichner to me can, can definitely be something Fabian Eichner by his way was his real name. So we've talked before about mm-hmm. how, you know, they're not going with real names. They're not doing that. So it also makes sense why they repackage him. Now, Mar- Marcel Bartel, that wasn't his real name. It was changed before he came in and then changed again now that he's on the main roster. So whatever the reason behind that is, who knows? We may never know, but Fabian Eichner, to me, um, getting this opportunity as Giovanni Vinci, I'm very, 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 very excited to see where it goes. He's 31, so he's a little bit older than some of the people in, in NXT, but I do believe he's got an opportunity to really be something. So I'm uh, I'm excited for it. I hope it's a prove-me-right situation because then I can brag about it. But either way, I've always thought the guy had something, and hopefully we get to see that now. He could come out and flop. Who the hell knows? But I really do think that it's – uh it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. I'm willing to see, you know, I think it's a fun gimmick. I, I mean, I think uh, I, uh, a fun, um, different personality, you know, I mean, we kind of saw it a bit in the Cesaro world already. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I mean, when we even talked about model looks, uh, and, and personas, they don't necessarily have a, a big track record, but, Again, it's a different time with 2.0 and they still have, you know, good wrestling, but now creating more bolsterous personalities. So maybe this is just the right time in history to try it again. So, um, I'm, I, yeah, we will see. That's going to close it up for this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Uh, very lively discussion about NXT 2.0. We'd love to get your thoughts. Of course, you can do that through social media at the Hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter, but if you want some Twitter, go ahead and check out Greg DeMarco at ChairShotGreg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, you can follow the ChairShot at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, you can visit thechairshot.com, your source for wrestling news, analysis, sports, entertainment, and sports and entertainment. Thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
And of course, don't forget to visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up your very new, very lovely, very exciting too. I mean, it's, it's, it's an awesome shirt. The IZW pride shirt available, uh, Part of the proceeds will go to support Pride efforts, including Wrestle Drag, um, right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, t-shirts start at $19.99, but you can upgrade and get any t-shirt in soft style, and you can customize uh, and make your t-shirt your own, as well as the various IZW and ChairShot.com t-shirts available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. That does it for us for... Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you all so much, and we will be with you next week.